occupying your attention. Just listen. Listen with your heart. Yeah. 
If you want to know uh, what song that was was playing, it's called <clears throat> "Nothing Else" by Cody Carnes. Thank you, Pastor Keith and Pastor Melanie, for giving me this opportunity to speak before God's people. I don't take it lightly. If you can look up here, I don't know if you can kind of see it from where you position right now, <clears throat> but I have a well-structured notebook here. It's intact. Then you have some sheets here. They're kind of tattered that I ripped out. So when I was, today when I was trying to bring everything, actually, I'm going to do this too, show y'all this too. I also have a Bible that's tattered. It has no cover on it. So today as I was spending time with God, trying to bring everything together, <clears throat> write everything down nice and neat I heard him say present it tattered and watch me make a masterpiece because if you look first page there has my title and the opening of that song but you see I didn't finish so as we sit here at the potter's will, allowing him to mold us, as I, sta as I stated earlier, remove all distractions and listen with your heart. I watched Lou in his interaction with his daughter Cam and when you see Lou and he call her over to him if he's over by the wall or something and he calls her over excuse me when he calls her to him um, she comes running got this big smile on her face Lou got his arms stretched out she jumps into his arms with a smile. 
and she rests on him. She either rests on his shoulder or rests on his chest. And I remember a picture of me and my dad when I was an infant. And I was laying on his chest. Um, Mom, if you're online, I need that picture. Um, so tonight, I wanted to say to everyone, let's lay on daddy's chest. But the topic of my message is to know him. When pastor asked me to speak, or he was calling people to speak, I was like, man, please don't let him pick me. Because um, I was going through a lot. And I said, man, I, yeah, I'm I definitely not trying to speak during fast week. Um, but I'm glad I did. I'm glad I yielded to the man of God, but I'm, I'm glad that I yielded to the Lord. Um, so as I was preparing this message, you know, throughout the weeks, after I found that I'll be speaking, I was like, Lord, where I'm in, where I am in my life, <clears throat> I don't feel like you're here. I don't feel like we have a relationship. I'm like, Lord, I want you to be real because I don't feel like you're real in my life. And I was struggling with that. And I was at the point to where I was just like, Lord, if you don't show yourself real to me, I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the church. I'm out of here. I said, I can't, I can't keep living life and feeling like, Lord God, you're not real to me. And <laughs> sure enough, this, 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 this week, he showed me that he's real. He showed me that he's real. Um, Is, it, I forget which scripture it is, but it says that um, the God's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. But I think in, in the beginning of the verse, it talks about those that come to him must know that he is. So this week he was showing me that he is and who he is. Um... Okay, Lord. All right. So, <clears throat> as he was showing me who he is, he was saying, don't get caught up in the mechanics. And I'm not speaking for anybody else, but I'm speaking for myself. I think in my Christian walk, I got caught up with the mechanics. As the song said, bring me back to 
this place when my heart was open. But I found myself getting caught up in the mechanics. And there's nothing wrong with the mechanics. But God wants an intimate relationship with us. And he started showing me that that's what Christianity is about. It's not about the do's and the don'ts. It's about a relationship with him. That's what he's always been trying to get at with humanity. After sin entered the world and broke that relationship. Jesus' whole goal was to bring us back in position with the Father and have a relationship with him, an intimate relationship with him. So pretty much this week, that's what the Lord been showing me. How to get back and focus on relationship. Not the mechanics, but relationship. So... Let's see. Okay. So as he was showing me about relationship, <clears throat> I was seeing and understanding what you know true repent excuse me, true repentance is. And he was showing me how it's not we coming to God and saying, I'm sorry. Um, it is a change your heart and a change your mind. That's part of it. Um, but it's knowing who we are in him. Because if we know who we are in him, the byproducts of that will be a change of heart, a change of mind. And I really believe God is, is working on the hearts of the people um, here at Ayers. Of course, of what, you know, he, he got in store for us. But even the people online, I believe God is working on your heart as well. Because he got things in store and plan for you as well. Um, let's see. One more add to that. So. This relationship and getting to know him starts with the word. I don't know where we got away from the word and realizing that the word is God's. As it says in John 1, 1, I'm actually going to go there. If you have your Bible, goes to John 1, excuse me, verse 1. And it says, <clears throat> it's the King James Version. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So if you're looking for, all right, how can I get to know him? Get to know his word. You can start there. Get to know his word because he is his word. And it all starts with the word. Because God desires an intimate relationship with us. He does. Just like a father and, and their child. It, it is a special bond between a parent 
and their child. And the father wants, as I, as I stated earlier, the, the father wants us to lay on this chest. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you, you're dealing with, what you have heavy on your heart right now, the father's saying, come and lay on my chest. Come and lay on my chest. Tell me all about it. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. And I have here in my notes that um, that I believe during this fast week, God is wanting us to get back into relation with, excuse me, get back into relationship with Him. And I'm not saying that anybody has faltered from your relationship from you know with God, but I believe that He is calling us back to relationship. Because if you have a you have an intimate relationship with someone, you know their ways, they know your ways, you can tell them anything, you're not trying to hide anything. You're just giving giving of yourself and it's like, okay, I can be free. I don't have to put on the facade, I don't have to, to fake and try to be somebody else when I'm in your presence. I just be me. And that's what God is, I believe God is calling everyone to, is to be free, but be free in me. And that starts with a relationship. That starts in his presence. Whether it's five minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, go somewhere, shut yourself off from the distraction. That's another thing that the Lord was saying. We're so distracted we're distracted with our cell phones. We're distracted by entertainment, television. Um, all these different things is fighting for God's attention. And God's like, we have to get to a place where he's number one priority. That relationship, that intimate relationship with him is number one priority. We, we can't say, okay, God, I'm going to give you this time here, but then I'm going to engulf myself in these things here. That's not really bringing any fulfillment to our lives. It's not. Because, I mean, if we, if we can just do a survey of our lives and look at it and the time that we put into these different things, are we getting closer to fulfillment by it or not? And everything, our fulfillment is in his presence. Everything is in his presence. Your healing is in his presence. Your breakthrough is in his presence. Your strength is in his presence. Your job is in his presence. If you believe in God for a job, that's in his presence. Your liberty is in his presence. I really want to keep, I'm, I ain't going to say keep, but I'm going to probably stay on that, that, that liberty thing because he wants us free, y'all. He wants us free. If we look at Jesus, he was free walking on this earth because number one, he had a relationship with the Father. If you look at it and you read through the Bible, 
You will see Jesus spending time with the Father, and then he's going to, going to do a miracle. And then he'll go back and he'll spend time with the Father, and then he'll go do another miracle. And again and again and again. But the key thing was, and then you read also, my Father. I'm about my Father's business. Me and the Father are one. That's, he, kept, he kept talking about that. Me and the Father are one. So he was indicating and letting us know relationship. It's the relationship. I, I'm telling it's the relationship, y'all. It's the relationship. That's what Jesus kept telling us. It's the relationship. Get back in the presence. Get back in his presence. Spend time with him. Get to know him. Because he, he, he wants that intimate relationship with us. That's what God's been, like I said earlier, that's what it's been all about since creation. Relationship. All these other things is a byproduct of the relationship. Just like you jumping in the pool. You're going to get wet. But the key, no matter what, but the thing is you're making contact with that water. You're making contact with that water. Of course, you're going to get wet. That's a byproduct of you getting into the water. You're, getting, you're going to get wet. So God is saying, get back in my presence. Get back in my presence and you'll get the byproduct. You'll get the byproduct of the things that you're seeking. Whether, like I said, I mentioned a lot of different things. Um, but that's where it starts. It starts. Also, I got a note here that when we're in his presence, true identity is revealed. When we're in his presence, true identity is revealed. I know for myself, man, growing up, and I grew up in a in a rough neighborhood, you know, and but I realized that. I took on the identity of my neighborhood. I took on the identity of what I saw, whether it was the rap music I was listening to, the different rappers and stuff. I took on their image. You know, I remember uh <laughs> I remember going to school one year and I was a big Wu Tang Wu Tang fan. I you know, I that was my that was my group. Wu Tang met the man. That was my guys. So I remember I literally that was one of the videos I think met the man was that he, he had his, his right pants leg pulled up. <clears throat> so the first day of school, I had my Tim's on, had my jeans, had my right leg pulled all the way up, had my polo on. Like I'm I'm gonna look just like Met the Man. You know, and you know, growing up I, I was identif identifying myself with the culture. You know, whether it was the hip-hop culture or just even um, the subculture, I guess, in, in, in my neighborhood or whatnot. But uh, I lacked identity. I was creating an image, presenting an image without any identity. And if, if we get in his presence, 
our true identity will be revealed. <clears throat> and see, the, the enemy, as I mentioned earlier, about being distracted, the enemy wants us so occupied so that we don't find out who we are. And that's what he was doing to me growing up. Do this like this person over here, this rapper here, or this person that you've seen in this movie. Do things this way. Wear your hair this way. Try to ball like this person. Just trying to do different things based on what I saw and not seeking him for my identity. Let's see. Uh, I'll go back there. I'm going to stay on identity for a little bit. Um, that's what he did, the enemy did in the garden. He attacked their identity. Because he knew that what they didn't know, he knew that they were just like God, but they didn't. They didn't know they were just like God because when he presented something to them, you know, they they paused and said, "Okay, maybe God is holding something back from us." Are you are you serious? He's holding something back when he just created the entire world, put you in the garden with everything you need, and he's holding something back. I mean, but they got out of the presence. Because if I'm in God's presence, how I'm letting the snake slither in and, and pull me out of the presence. And I think that's what, I know that it happened to me a lot. I got pulled out of the presence because I left his presence. Well, I, I would say I got pulled out because I took my eye off of God. And I don't know what happened actually in creation, but I believe somewhere they, they took their mind off of God for a split second. For the enemy to come in, say what he needed to say. And then they switch and say, okay, maybe God is holding something back. He don't, he, he, he don't want me to be, he don't want me to be like him. Because why didn't he just tell me this in the beginning? And that's what the enemy's been doing a lot uh, us. That's what we try to do with Jesus. If thou art the son of man, or excuse me, the son of God. He attacked Jesus' identity. He tried to. But Jesus was hitting him. Hitting him with what? The word. Kept hitting him with the word. Every time, do this, do that. If you, if you, are, if you are the son of God, then do this. If you are the son, do that. Word, word, word. Word was the response. Every single time, the word was the response. So, we know that Jesus is our model. The word has to be the response. But in order for the word to be the response, it's going to take us to know him by spending time with him. So then whenever or whatever it is that the enemy is throwing at us, we respond to him with the word. 
to know him is realizing that we don't have the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, the spirit of power, and the spirit of a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7, and Karen, she mentioned that on the first night. To know him is recognizing that we don't have to compare ourselves amongst ourselves because our gift is unique to the Father like DJ showed us. To know him is silencing the noise, adjusting our ears to the right frequency to hear his loving voice as Pastor Mel and Ed instructed. To know him is seeing who you are in him and not accepting the illusions of the enemy to follow, excuse me, <clears throat> and follow the signs to your expected end as the Night Sisters prepared the way for us. To know him is to press into his presence, honoring him as a living sacrifice, well, excuse me, honoring him as a living sacrifice to be consumed by his love so creation can see what they have been earnestly expecting as Mama Debbie and Terrell imparted. To know him To know him is to behold him. And be transformed. So that when he shall appear. We shall be like him. And I think that's my time, y'all. <laughs>